the time has finally come to do a full hour on Chief Kufri, one of America's most beloved unknown artists. That's right. It seems like he's been going... I mean, when we talked about him on the Christmas episode, we kind of went over his biography a pretty good... Like, as much as there is to know about him, we went over most of it. Uh, it seems like he's been making music for most of the 2010s, but I think he started in the 2000s. It's kind of hard to actually tell exactly when he started releasing stuff. But during the 2010s, he released like a trillion albums with songs that are just repeated so many times with slightly different titles and slightly different mixes. He's got so many songs that he's on Spotify twice. He's Chief Keef's dad. <laughs> Interesting fact. And I wish it'd be cool to hear them collaborate. I mean, I guess, well, so in my journey of like trying to figure out his best albums and everything, the one that I've settled on right now, and obviously my mind could change once I discover more, but yeah. right now I'm really thinking his 2012 album, Sexy Lady Star, really gives us an overview of like his whole persona and all the issues, the topics, the people that kind of make up his world, you know? The, the things that are important to him. Yeah. So this is one of, he has two types of album covers. One is like a stock photo of a lady doing something seductive. And then one of them will be him in a hat, often holding money or whatever. And this is one of the albums where it's him in a suit and a hat holding like 200 bucks. But the topic is is mainly sexy stuff. Though, yeah, right? sexy lady like, star. Yeah. This album. Just weird, kind of reversing it. Like you'd think that the sexy lady star album would have a sexy lady on the cover doing something provocative. Yeah, that's why he's really at the peak of his game here, where he's not doing what you expect him to do. That's redundant to have the name of the album and the thing on the album be the same thing. That is a good point. Yeah, exactly. You've got space for two different things. But uh, this uh, album has 30 songs, and it's a brisk two hours and 51 minutes. Nice. And it's stunning how many topics you can cover in three hours. This is like if uh, Robert Pollard... Um, instead of writing one-minute songs, wrote 10-minute songs, but wrote exactly the same amount of songs. <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. yeah. I guess we could put Chief Kufri in the same uh, category as Guided by Voices of like indie prolific indie songwriters. Yes, yeah. But Wasn't he, he wins. also a teacher, too? You're right. Both of them are teachers. Oh, yeah. wow. Maybe yeah. that's what makes you make this many songs is being a teacher. Gold star for sexy lady. Yeah. <laughs> now that one, that one would get you fired if you wrote that. Yeah. Well, I don't know how Chief Kufri hasn't been fired, honestly. Yeah. If he's teaching people, like, I mean, I think he is a like substitute, a, but it seems like, like a nice guy. But yeah. Again, I do think we'll probably get into it more, but I think his politics are kind of like mostly pretty good, if a little confused. But they like on when he speaks clearly about an issue, he's usually like on the progressive side of it. Yeah, yeah. And how can your politics not be confused right now, you know? Just a reflection of uh, the place he lives and the time he lives in. Yeah. Yeah, we're all confused. We're all learning and growing. That's right. That's why this is folk music that reflects the times, you know? Like folk music, it's the same thing over and over again in every album. Exactly. Yes. So uh, I think I'm going to go through this whole track list as quick as I can because there's just so much good stuff in here that we're not going to have time to get to. But it starts off with a song we are going to listen to called She Will Cut Your Balls Off, Big Guy. That's right. Then it goes to Bad Policemen Out of Control with Abusive Brutality. Okay. I feel like right I've heard that 
song title before on on like different albums. Yeah, I think we we either listened to it or talked about it. I think like that one shows up all the time. Must be one of his most uh, works he's most proud of. But after that, we go right to Honor for You Two Bono for Humanitarian Work. Okay. Which goes right into a six minute rendition of Michael Jackson, which we talked about, I think, in the Christmas one a bit. That's right. Then Alley Cat, get out of my life, you are the problem. <laughs> then she will cut your balls off and flush it down the toilet, which is the exact same song as She Will Cut Your Balls Off, Big Guy, and the exact same song length and everything. It's just Wow. By track six, we've already got a repeat. <laughs> then the album hits its stride with a bunch we're gonna have to listen to later. These are all just certified bangers, including City Big Pimp, Time to See You Nude, and Pimp Your Pussy Cat. Then Get Out of My House Alley Cat, Super Women, okay. then another twist to Michael Jackson, We Love You, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Honor, I Will Love You Forever, Part 2. Then we flip back to American Prostitutes, mm-hmm. Everlasting Love. Here we go into another. In, now, this is where the subject matter really starts diversifying. Thank You, Mothers. I will never forget you. Mother's love, encouragement in my life, mother's milk, Nanbo war <laughs> dance, ancient festival, 1500s of Calabar, Nigeria, Jesus yeah. Christ, almighty star, show me love, Alicia. You are a wild big dog in the big cage in the alley. Huh. <laughs> show the people and city of Detroit, Michigan love. Then a nine minute song called FIFA World Cup. I cannot nice. stop thinking about you. Jesus Christ Almighty, heal my love and show me true love like my angel. So that's a pretty tight three hour track list there. Seems like he's grouped the themes together as well. So the album really it does have like a narrative flow. Yeah, it seems fairly deliberate, you know? And um, especially like later on in the second half of the album, I noticed that like sometimes it's kind of in the same way he used the police sound effect in some of the Christmas ones. Mm-hmm. There's like a sort of percussive <laughs> ringing bell thing. Classic Christmas sound effect. And like uh, this bell just continues for three or four songs straight where it's just like he put it over a whole stretch of the album. And it's like, it makes me think like, is he thinking like that's what you do in like a dance mix or something? You know, I like get- when DJs like tempo match and stuff, is that his idea of that or what? You know, I don't know. Maybe he's, that's maybe a cool he's concept, thinking. Having the whole album just be one long song anchored by a bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or a police siren. Maybe he's thinking like dong, uh, liberty, ding, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> On the album Star Galaxy, he got really into the concept of white men being extinct in America. Oh, nice. <laughs> I haven't heard any of that. That's interesting. White men are becoming extinct in America, endangered species list. <laughs> Is that the song title? Yeah. All right, we should probably throw that onto the playlist. Then. Ariana Grande part four. <laughs> a wild dog in the alley. He doesn't. He seems to have a, a bad experience with dogs. Lots of stray dogs, lots of pit bulls and Rottweilers and just nasty alley dogs. His neighborhood could use some plucky dog catchers, you know. Yeah, that's right. Maybe maybe with powers. Yeah, we need to uh, need to put dogs on the endangered species list. Now that's something everyone can agree with. They're eating too many babies, and that's why the uh, birth rate is down. We don't have to kill all of them, but some of them got to go, especially the the ones ones. in the street. If you're a dog and you're hanging out in an alley, it's time to go. You got a week to find a home or else it's lights out. 
I don't make the rules. I just uh, enforce them. <laughs> but uh, I Man, think I'm sorry. I was just thinking about like an animal control guy that's like a thin, like thin blue line, but for like SPCA, you know. <laughs> yeah, the only thing standing between society and total chaos is uh, a dog catcher basically yeah the only thing standing between you and uh four raccoons uh cleverly climbing on your kitchen counter opening all your drawers and unscrewing all the jars and making a big mess is me yeah we have bears in the streets in no time if we let the raccoons get away with it yeah anaconda in the air duct that truck of monkeys turned turned over (laughs) someone's got to kill those I would love to live in a country where they have monkeys coming into their houses because <laughs> they're so smart. They can just figure out how to take our food no matter what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, raccoons People just are, have to deal with it. Raccoons are pretty close, I'd say. They're not as smart as a monkey, but uh, but they are they are really smart. They will come into your house and they yeah, will they take your food. I wonder what they did before trash. Probably nuts and berries. Frogs. That sounds like a better time for them. I just can't I, imagine being a... Well, nah, that's actually pretty cool if they were eating frogs. I was really disappointed today to find out that I'm in New Orleans right now, and I was disappointed to find out that you cannot legally own a raccoon as a pet in the state of Louisiana, which surprised me because I feel like swamp people have exotic pets, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure that law came about like for a very specific reason. Like Some tragedy had to happen from it. Just, just too many rabies cases in the hospital. Uh yeah, I don't know. But I was disappointed because I thought, you know, if I'm going to be spending time down here, I might as well get a little buddy. Have yeah. you seen a gator? <laughs> I haven't seen a gator yet, but I, I hope to soon. You know, cover myself in one. peanut butter and fall asleep in like a, uh, like a, in the shallows in the swamp and see what happens. <laughs> I understand from Red Dead Redemption that there are a lot of gators. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of gators. There's also a weird rat here called the Nutria that's like a rat that's the size of a small dog. Um, and they have bright yellow or orange teeth. And they were brought here, I think, by Spaniards who were uh, stopping in South America and then coming on up to New Orleans. Uh, and they, I guess they decimated like the agriculture here. But they're, they're, uh, they're all over the place. Big, big weird rats with orange teeth. That's what Neil Young was talking about coming, dancing across the water. Yeah, that's right. Were they there to eat or did they just stow away on the ships? They stowed away on the ships. And then when they got to this uh, strange and delicious new biosphere, they just went to town. They started breeding, uh, eating up all the crops. There was a bounty on them for a while. That's just what they should do with dogs, too. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we... Jump into some Chief Kufri. Which one are we starting with? I think this is like an all-time banger. This might be like the single that you show to people at a party to really get it cracking, you know? All right. This one is called Time to See You Nude Pretty Girl. Let's go. Time Time to to see see you nude by Chief Kufri. Oh, it's time to see you kiss. It's time to see you. I wonder what drum machine that is. It's time to see you. Yeah, I don't know. It's time to see you, Nudo, forever. It's time to see you dance. It's a nice uh, start of a beat that just goes nowhere for five and a half minutes. It's time to see you dance forever. Is there any other accompaniment in this song besides this drum beat? I don't believe so. I'm pretty sure it's one measure for five and a half minutes. Wow. (laughs) 
time to see you nude. Oh, it would be cool if people listened to In Rainbows for the first time and this is what the track Nude was. It's time to see Like every other song up till that point is normal. Yeah, the rest of the album is exactly the same, but that song is replaced by this. God, dude, I wish that like Napster was still around so we could upload the album that way. Yeah, I used to love doing that, changing the, the just making some horrible sounding shit in Audacity and putting it on LimeWire. It's like the new Wilco record or whatever. Yeah. Tricking some dads. Oh, it's time to see you kiss so forever. Oh, it's time to see you bend over. It's time to see you. This is a really good song. I can't tell if he's improvising or if there's like vaguely a structure to it. It seems like he just has a list of a few things and he's kind of like flowing. It's time to see you care for me. It's time to see you care for me forever. It's time to see you love. This is more minimal than like sleeper vibes, you know. It's time to see you make love to me. It's time to see you kiss forever. It's time to see you make love to me. That's an amazing line. That's so funny. Okay. He looks vaguely threatening on this album cover where he's got a fist up and then he's also holding uh, $420. Yeah, that's more than he holds. He means business on this one. Is he talking about pop? Marijuana? Maybe it's a coincidence, but wait, no, I think that's $460. Oh, uh, classic 460. One of those is a 50, never mind. It's even more confusing than I thought. It's like he's offering you the money or the fish. 490. Make your choice. I think you're supposed to be fist bumping him because he has $490. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. It's time to see you make love forever. I was gonna say that's his streaming royalties, but he only has like 500 monthly listeners on Spotify. We need to bump that. Yeah, we gotta juice this here. He has a special contract. He's a Spotify partner. They yeah. they let him upload. Basically, they gave him the same uh, deal they gave Joe Rogan. Yeah. Exactly. He can upload as much as he wants. And they give him a dollar per stream. Speaking of Spotify and Joe Rogan, did you guys see that like Neil Young is taking all of his shit off of Spotify? Not because of Spotify's terrible royalty rates, but because of Joe Rogan. Oh, funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, because of uh, Joe Rogan's anti-vax stance on his podcast. He's pulling all his music down. Well, I can't afford a Pano, so I guess I'm not listening to Neil Young anymore. Yeah, there you go. I still see it on there. Oh, really? Maybe he's just threatening to do it? I respect that. Yeah, I'm listening to it right now. Okay. Chief Kufri should threaten to pull his discography over Joe Yeah, 100%. Oh, it's time to see you dance. Oh, it's time to see you spread oh, forever. 
Well, we're into the, the home stretch here. Less than a minute to go of this song. That's a breezy five Ooh, minutes and 17 seconds, I guess. You sex. Ooh, it's time to see you sex. It's time to see you sex. Oh, I want to hear that second again. That's very good. Oh, it's time to see you sex. Oh, it's time to see you sex. Oh, for evil. It's almost like a weary moan. Like, time to see you sex. This feels like listening to LCD Sound System, where it's just like a nine-minute song. Just kind of keeps plugging away on one chord. Yep. This is CRT Sound System. <laughs> <laughs> That's very catchy. They should play that in strip clubs. Yeah, this whole, like, all these bangers we're going to listen to at the beginning here should all be played at strip clubs. I mean, it'd be a very interesting vibe. But this one right here is She Will Cut Your Balls Off, Big Guy. This one's the album opener, as we might call it. She will cut your balls off, by girlfriend. You cheat on her, you lie to her, you play around, you fuck around, you kick her face Because he signs it at the beginning. She will cut your balls off. He says his name on most songs. She will cut your balls off. Cut your balls off. She will cut your balls off. You lie to her, you cheat on her, you play around, you fuck around. She will cut your balls off. This is a cut banger. Your balls off. She it's will a total cut banger. Your wee -wee off. It could use maybe a bass line or something. Yeah, yeah. not much. There's yeah. a foundation yeah. there. You fool like, around, you it is one of his best hooks because he's really going in on like a, a quirky, memorable line. You know? This is a minimalist feminist anthem. And it's breathtakingly transcendent. 9.5. He's doing the Marky Smith thing where he's randomly doubling his vocals, which is something I love. Yeah. I noticed in the other song he had delay on like a couple bars of vocals and turned it off. Yeah, a lot of the time he'll do it only on the intro, and I have no idea why. Wonder if he controls that live or if he's putting that in in post. He might be putting it in in post because it's so many intros are like that. Like maybe he just goes through and does the intros afterward. I don't know. Otherwise, his vocals are so dry, and then he just occasionally doubles them or something. Yeah. You kick her face in? Damn. Yikes. Well, she's justified in doing it then. Wait till yeah, she got her revenge. She will cut your wee wee off. Cut your dung off. She will cut your wee wee, <laughs> your wee, -wee. off. <laughs> you fool around, you I don't think it needs a bass line because the kick drum has um, like note information in it, you know? Yeah, that's true. He's kind of on his Prince shit here. He doesn't need a bass line. He's just got such great melodies. She will cut your wee wee off. Cut your wee wee off. She will cut your dung off. Wait till you sleep. She will cut your balls off. You're done. Cut your dung off. She will cut your wee wee off. Around you, kiss Wait till you sleep. She will cut your dung off. Cut your do like some she will cut your wee wee off. Really aggressive like Phil Spector production or something. 
put a Add string section strings. on this. The yeah. blown out spring reverb. You fool yeah. around, you kiss around, really bring out the sturm and drang in this. Violent song. Ooh, I like the falsetto. Wait till you sleep, she will cut your dung off. Cut your wee wee off, she will cut your balls off. Cut your balls off, she will Well, here's cut a good question. Is it, uh, is it actually anti-feminist because he's you warning the guy? You lie to her, you play Maybe. around, you fool around, you kiss around, you kick her face. If he has advanced she knowledge of this and he's warning the guy. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's on his side. Cut your balls off. She will cut your wee wee off. Cut your dung off. She will cut your balls off. All right. I feel like we can move ahead on this one. I don't know. I want to see where this goes. Doesn't evolve too much. Yeah, he started off really strong, and then he just does basically the same thing for five and a half minutes, but... What is he? How does he decide when it's done? That's what I want to know. Because there's that's a great question. Like a lot of, um, it's yeah, almost like a lot of panties. kraut rock, you know? Yeah, like yeah, totally. There's uh, the, it's so uh, it's so flat in terms of dynamics that when anything happens, it's like a big moment. Yeah. How do you know when you're done? When he just gets tired of repeating his lines. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like the first Wire record where they're like, when the text runs out, the music runs out. Yeah. I like thinking of him having all of these lyrics written out exactly as they're sung on a big rolling sheet of paper. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, this is too much. I've got to get rid of the last verse or two. Yeah. <laughs> Rigorous editing process. Yes. He has a moleskin of all his lyrics. <laughs> he brings it to school with him, and during his lunch break, he's uh, working on a new track, you know, just kind of sitting there in the teacher's lounge. And the bullies steal it from him. <laughs> like that Black like, Veil Brides video. And I hate thinking about that. <laughs> give Chief his notebook back. Don't be yeah, They're going to give it back to him because they, they read it and it's actually like, damn, I thought this was going to be some nerd shit, but it's it's actually about wee-wees and seeing girls nude. So it's actually pretty dope. Just because he wears glasses and has $490 doesn't mean you can bully him. You know. Give me your lunch also, money. Also, like, he has to be recording this stuff at his home, right? Uh, like, I'm just imagining being his wife. Or maybe he does pay for studio time, but it just seems like something you'd be doing at home. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what his setup is. I've had the same yeah, questions with Acapinti, you know, and yeah. now I want to know. Like, it's already funny enough with Acapinti wondering about, like, his wife hearing him screaming his lyrics, but I think it's way funnier to think about that with Chief, Chief Kufri. Just five and a half minutes of, cut your ball off and she's just like reading the paper or something in the room next door John Acapinti's wife is deaf and she hears she just sees him moving his mouth and she imagines the most beautiful music mm-hmm. yeah she <laughs> imagines like Tony Bennett sounds like Roy Orbison she just swoons so on this next one called City Big Pimp I think you're gonna notice a shocking similarity to the last song alright alright well it's continuity Big, Big Pimp by Chief Pim the pussy, boom the pussy cut right. Eat the pussy, eat the pussy cut good. 
pound the pussy. Oh, pound the pussy cat good. Beat the pussy. Beat the pussy cat right. Eat the box. Eat the box. Eat the box. I don't know if I've heard it referred to as box in a song before. Eat the juice. Eat the pussy. Oh, eat the pussy cat right. Totally weird flow on this one. That's such an old guy thing to call it. In like, in Frank Sinatra's day, they couldn't have that in a song. Yeah. So he's the first guy to do it. I just love reusing the beat on two songs in a row on the album. It's so cool. Eat the box. Eat the box. It's a cool beat. Doubled up. Lick the juice. Lick the juice. Oh, this is kind of foul. It's pretty raunchy. This is unchristian. Lick the juice. Lick the juice. It's sex positive. Right. And actually, the next song after this is way more like uh, empowering. This one's for the fellas, I think. But kind of for the ladies too. Kiss the pussy. Pound the pussy. Pound the pussy. Good. I feel like he's trying to find the flow in this one, and he's not quite. Well, maybe he's there. There's the doubler. I guess that's the chorus right there. That's is it though? I think so. It's the only thing. That's the only line he's doubled so far. It would be so hard to try to derive the structure from these songs. Maybe like doing a word search. You're gonna have to count bars, and even then, I'm, I'm sure it's like five bars, and then seven bars. And <laughs> just by suggesting this, we've already put more thought into it than him. It's just pure passion on his end. Yeah, yeah. He just goes with the flow. Actually, now what I'm actually imagining is probably what he does is he waits till his wife like leaves to run errands, and then records all these. Yeah, he doesn't have time to pick a different beat. Yeah, he's kind of like Tonetta in that he reuses a lot of melodies and a lot of uh, a lot of drum machines, like uh, just one bar loops. Well, when you got so many song ideas, you got to just get them all out there as quick as you can. Yeah, you can always change it later. Big pimp. Big pimp. Big pimp. We found some new words about uh, almost three minutes into this one. Eat the box. Eat the box. Eat the box. I feel okay. I think I know what's going on here. He records all these all in a row. Uh, that's why you get the crossover of the beat and and the phrasing and some of the words. And he gets the idea for the next song halfway through the fir- the song that he's currently singing. And then he immediately records it. Right. Eat the box. I mean, it's a very plausible theory with the, the amount of lyrics per song. It's really just kind of like a mantra, you know? Yeah, yeah. We can kind of see his records as one big, long song. Like, Alex, like you were saying earlier, you know, with the bell, kind of things like basically... Uh, oh, this stuff box. is making me go insane. <laughs> He's just trying to invoke a translucent state. It's, it's working. an eternal rhythm. Yeah. And songs come in and out of it, woven through the tapestry. God, but this it's always so there, good. just beating. All these songs we listen to so far are just like certified oh, club bangers. Eat the pussy. Oh, eat the pussy. Got good. Pound the pussy. Oh, pound the pussy. Got good. <laughs> now I don't want to stop. Like, I was like, oh, we could just listen to one or two minutes of each of these, but now it's like. 
We're over four minutes into it. We should probably just do the full five minutes and 40 seconds. You get into it. Lick that juice. Lick that juice. Lick that juice. Also, like, you can tell he's not recycling any takes. Like, he says it just slightly different each time, where you know he's just standing there saying it again and again and again. Yeah. Pimp over. Big pimp. Pimp over. Booty call. Make their call. Booty call. Get to pass. He needs a hype man to fill in the, the white space. Yeah, or a police siren. Man, I wish he had box. some police sirens in his music. Eat that box. Eat that box. That's the Lick one thing that's juice. missing from this. Yeah, that's Lick the only juice. thing that could take him to the next level. If only he would do it. Big pimp. Big pimp. Big pimp. Lick their box. Lick their box. Eat their box. If you were 4G Auto Blow or one of those guys, it would be funny to put a police siren over your Let's Go Brandon rap as loud as this guy does. And then if people get mad, you're like, you don't love the cops. All right, so this next one I would describe as being a little bit more socially conscious about sex work called Pimp Your Pussycat. Pimp Your Pussycat by Every woman, you have the right to pimp your pussycat to make some money. Pro sex work. Oh, there we go. There's that siren. Yes. Hell yeah. This is the one where he's wearing a pimp outfit and he looks like he's in. He's at a booth and maybe McDonald's. It's awesome. <laughs> Siren's so fucking loud, man. Well, that's kind of a callback to the first song we listened to. Listen to the reverb on those drums this time. This has kind of got like a like a dark wave vibe to it. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Boca chica. Man, this one too would be so good in the club. Imagine uh, this song goes off and the police sirens just blaring. Everyone's losing. You have the right. A lot of these just need a baseline. To make some money. Yeah. That's all I need. Especially with these huge drums. It's like a coloring book that needs to be filled in. He's encouraging this, but there's clearly police tailing this. <laughs> there's sirens everywhere. I don't think it's as safe as you're making it out to be. I gotta say the production is pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, I feel like he's... Spread your legs. That's like compressed reverb. Spread your legs. Yeah. Spread your legs. 
Senorita. Bed to bed. Bed to bed. Some 80s fucking some uh, Joy Division shit over here or something. Yeah, it's like he's got a. It's like the vocals are kind of compressing the reverb, or there's a compressor after the reverb on the drums, which is cool. He might be the only artist in history to use the arrangement of drums, vocals, and police siren. <laughs> there could be a whole genre formed out of this, you know? Kufrikor. 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 It's kind of like uh, in dubstep where everyone would wait for the drop. Everyone's just waiting for that siren to come in, you know? <laughs> They're just losing it. That shit is so annoying when you're actually driving, though. <laughs> you the Can you imagine like, being on the highway and listening to this album? Yeah. You'd just be constantly on edge. Chief Kufre <laughs> Highway you have, edit. Like, yeah. You're in a chase. It's like live on the news. You have a, a bunch of police cars behind you. They've cleared off the roads and put spikes down in front of you because you were listening to Chief Kufre. Like, I, I didn't know the sirens were in real life. <laughs> I thought it was the song. I was just listening to my favorite song, Pimp Your Pussycat. <laughs> hey, you haven't heard this? Yeah, being so, like, appalled. Like, what? How did you not hear this song before, dude? Opening the, like, opening the door, the cop puts his head in and he hears this. <laughs> oh, I see why you didn't hear it, sir. You're free to go. <laughs> it's just eight Our minutes mistake. of bend over. Bend over. Bend to bend. Booty call. Make their call. Make their cash. Make their cash. Make their cash. <laughs> Every time it comes back, man. It, it almost like feels like the whole song is structured around the horn, you know? Yeah. Kind of sounds like it comes in halfway through the sample, too, which is sort of weird. Yeah, it does. It, like, consistently does, too, where it just seems like his sample is that way. Yeah, like that, right there. That makes it better. Yeah, that's how you know it's his. Like no one else, the sample is. No one else has that specific sample. So he's got reverb on the whole track. I was trying to figure that out. Oh, yeah, you're like totally right. He just added it afterward. That's so funny, dude. All right, this one right here is American Prostitutes. Look, the same beat is back from Time to See You Nude. Normally, I'd be irritated that I had to listen to the same part of the song over and over again, but in this case... You could probably layer these on top of each other. <laughs> That's a good point. Listen to one in the left channel the and one time. song in the right channel. Oh, that would be awesome. Like, um, What do you Ornette think the Coleman. odds are these are all the same BPM? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, it's okay. a waste of time if you're changing I'm going to start tap tempoing each one. I think they're all, I'm guessing that they're all 120. This one uh, seems to be 120. Yep. I bet, I bet you, if you were to tap out some of his other songs, you would notice they were also close to 120. Wait, but as hey, a, that's the default for a this reason. This one might actually be a little over 120. It's a great tempo. It is. I think this might actually be 124. Ah, okay. Ah. Maga, 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 maga. Maga? Yeah, I'm going to say it's 124. 
He said MAGA four times. Alright, we don't have to listen to this whole one. We've already listened to so many five plus minute songs, but now it's time to get out of like we've heard enough of his bangers. I think um, this one is a Christmas one that we should have listened to but didn't during the Christmas episode. Damn. Just to get a little palate cleanser here. This one is Santa Claus is not coming to this town one. Finally, something that's not about bitches and hoes. This is Chief He's got one glove on like Michael Jackson. Oh. Well, I'm sure it's deliberate with how many songs he has on. He's the new MJ. You better watch out. I am telling you the truth. Santa Claus is not coming to this town. He knows this town is corrupt. He knows that this town is bad. He knows that they are not caring about people in this town. Santa Claus is not coming to this town. He knows when you are corrupt. He knows when you are a bad town. Santa Claus knows when you're corrupt. He's from Boston, right? Yeah, like Boston area at least. It is pretty corrupt over there. Charlie Baker, you're why Santa doesn't come here. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. He waited longer than usual to bring the police siren into the song. This is Chief Kufre with my millions of fans. With Santa Claus is not coming to this town. It's like an ad in the middle of a song. Attention, Kmart shoppers. I guess generously, it's similar to like Southern Smoke or something on a mixtape, you know, but. He knows that this town is bad. He knows that they are uncaring people. And bad people in this town. Santa Claus is not coming to this town. He this really subverts the classic message about he Santa Claus, though. Collective punishment. Yeah, just because the town is corrupt doesn't mean that the little boys and girls are. Yeah, there's yeah, got to be like one or two children. people on the, on the nice list, even if most of the politicians are on the naughty list. Yeah. Great acapella section that was it was nice. This is Chief Kufre with my yeah, that siren sample is the same sample every time. <laughs> it yeah, starts in a weird place. Yeah. Goes on, it drops it drops twice in pitch at the end and then it ends. So this song is 112 BPM. There actually is a little variation. Wow. Not a lot. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I'm the asshole for thinking he was, like, using the same tempo for everything. Yeah, he underestimated his artistry. I like the vocal sound on this one a lot. There's, like, a little... kind of vocal's kind of breaking up a little. Well, fuzzed out. Maybe yeah. Santa should do this. Maybe it would, it would encourage parents to be a little less corrupt in their work lives if they knew that if their town was bad, it would be judged uh, unworthy of presence. Santa should nail the names of all the corrupt people to City Hall in every town so that people know for next year. Santa goes by the Democracy Index. Yeah. <laughs> by house. How democratic is it? Um... 
how about we switch gears again to this one that you found, Alex, called Jay-Z versus Senator Marco Rubio, Bad War. <laughs> yeah. This one's eight and a half minutes long. Hey, a baseline. Ah, right. Trying to figure out lush and ornate arrangement of his. Is he in a Taco Bell there? That's not a Taco Bell, is it? This, this... It's some sort of place with a soda fountain. Mm-hmm. An he says, album covers taken when he's out to eat. It's awesome. Yeah, that rocks. I love it. You say all the Hispanics should show all your papers, man. You said so. Oh, he's coming. He's putting Rubio on blast. Before they jump the fence. Yes. But may we remind you, Senator, that your own father may not have shown all his papers before he jumped the fence. Reagan <laughs> told him directly you can dodge the Coast Guards. The Coast Guards and your feet touch the line. You are free, man. So you want all the Hispanics, man, to show all their papers, Senator? You slapped an innocent man, man. You slapped Jay-Z very well. I don't remember a feud between Jay-Z and Marco Rubio. I don't think yeah. anyone does. That's why a topical song like this is always so funny and ages so poorly. <laughs> like a really minor story for a single day that everyone forgot. I guess he was president. Uh, he was present at Obama's hip hop barbecue. Oh, the one that didn't create jobs. Yeah, it didn't create a single job. Senator, you know you vomit. He probably did stimulate the catering company, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe the yeah. DJ. And who knows? Like, uh, Common might have met like Bill Gates there, and that's why he started doing Microsoft ads. You know. That's true. That's job creation right there. This kind of reminds me of uh, Roots Maneuva a little bit. I think like Witness the Fitness era of Roots Maneuva. You want to turn them before they put food on the table. You want to turn them. Really know something about putting food on the table since he's always at a fast food restaurant taking like his album cover pictures. Man. That's right. Reagan told him. Yeah, they're like Yelp photos. The boots. The yeah. <laughs> he should do an album cover that's just his food. That would be a awesome. Arby sandwich. So you see, that's being a hypocrite, man. Yeah, there's a cool Keith connection here, too, I feel like, a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. You know, food, ladies, pimping. Yeah. Putting out a lot of shit. Putting out a lot of records. When I lived with Branson, we used to talk about, like, you know how, like, if you go to Subway, and then on the wall they have, like, photos of, like, fresh tomatoes and fresh lettuce and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were thinking, like, wouldn't it be awesome to get gallery-wrapped canvases of those and hang them up in your own living room? That would be <laughs> sick. I feel like I stayed in a couple of Airbnb apartments that have, that's the decoration, just, like, the, the same vibe. Like, I stayed at one in Toronto where the bathroom was a framed, a very tasteful black-and-white picture of a bar of soap. And then in the kitchen, there's a framed, tasteful black-and-white picture of a pot of boiling water. That were just like <laughs> shutter, like sh- clearly just shutterstock, like yeah, that's apartment. Amazing, dude. 
I am decorating apartments with art. So it would be a cool subversive Banksy style prank to go to Subway and put up uh, wall stickers of like nasty green looking tomatoes to show what it's really like at Subway. <laughs> Hard ass bread. Right. And then the last one is a picture of money. Yeah. Eat fresh, really more like eat shit. Yeah, it's George Washington on the money, but then his eyes are dollar signs. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. all he cares about is money. Yeah. Yeah, that bastard, capitalist bastard. He cut down that cherry tree to sell it. And he yep. pulled out all his teeth to sell them. So he had to get wooden ones. Alright, well we got the vibe of this one. Yeah, you might as well go right it. to uh, the 14 minute epic Oprah Winfrey commits suicide if Obama presidency fails. Alright, let's fucking go. Surprisingly normal album cover. That's because this is from uh, his Christmas album that we were listening to on the Christmas episode. <laughs> it looks like he spelled his own name wrong. He did. <laughs> the, he F, did. the R is missing. Chief Kufa. John the Baptist of the Bible. She said Obama. So like, I try to pay attention to this song, but it's just too long and meandering. I just can't do it. It seems to be pro-Obama. And I can't tell his stance on Oprah, but maybe it's pro-Oprah, too, because he says something about, like, hopefully Obama's uh, promises come true or else Oprah will have to eat poison or jump out a window or something. I have no idea where he's getting this. It's like... It is a good idea. I think if, if, you, uh, if you support someone for president, you're a public figure, and they don't get nominated, you yeah. should have to commit seppuku. Yeah. Yeah, it's only fair. Like they get entombed and you get entombed with them, like uh, like the cat that belongs to an Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah, it would make people a lot more honorable. Mm -hmm. But if this turns out to be the speeches of a used car salesman, the celestial choirs are coming. If this turns out to be the writings of a used like, What do you do to the drums on this one? They sound so weirdly phased. Like, it just sounds like so, more phasing than drum. I yeah, think like I, a I th millisecond th delay on it. I think I know, yeah. I think it's it's like maybe just on the kick drum, too. And uh, it's like a super short delay and a lot of repeats. So it's doing that Carpless Strong synthesis, almost like you get a note out of it. Yeah. yeah it's like resonating the feedback. Yeah. Like Do It Again by the Beach Boys. Yeah. This rocks. He's got a different bell in this one. Yeah, like this is like the real shit where like if you're a real Kufri head, then this is the one that you're really into, I think. Like but you can't show your friends this until they get into like uh, City Big Pimp or, or Pimp Your Pussycat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those are the ones that like ease you in. And then this is like the real heavy stuff for the fans. What's yeah. that Bob Dylan song that's really long? Uh, Visions of Joanna. Johanna. Oh, that one's nothing. Uh, Desolation Row. That one's like. I think that one. Yeah. This is his version of that. This is his Desolation Visions of Row. Joanna is only like seven or eight minutes. Oh, yeah. The drop headlines of Florida. Let the bell toll. You heard Rush Limbaugh say the thumps 
from Chicago. Good dog. Remember him? White House. Rush Limbaugh said yeah, the top. Rush Limbaugh, remember him? With their madam took over the White House. And the promise is perfect. But if this is the deliverer, if Obama is the deliverer, then I say... This is totally like late period fall. That's that's totally what it reminds me of. Because <laughs> like, you know, the later... I, maybe not quite the last stuff that Marky Smith did, but around um, the unutterable and like, like the early 2000s shit, late 90s, early 2000s, his voice completely changed and he stopped writing as many lyrics per songs and he would just kind of repeat these phrases like a like an incantation. And the vibe yes. is uh, no joke, like vibe is very similar artistically. Oh, that's so funny. It, it rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy who has nothing to prove. Yeah. He's just saying what's on his mind. Must drink the poison. Drink it, woman. Like earlier he was saying how uh, Rush Limbaugh said that thugs from Chicago took over the White House. Obviously, Rush Limbaugh meant that in like a racially coded way, but if he was referring to Rahm Emanuel, he's not wrong. Yeah, that guy's a thug. Yeah. He keeps saying Obama's speeches are like a used car salesman, which I appreciate the sentiment. I think he was saying that uh, if it turns out that way, like he's saying he doesn't know whether they are or not, is my interpretation. I see. If it it could turn out that way. If it's trying to imagine it, a used car salesman selling you like uh, an Acura and talking like Obama. It's <laughs> uh, imperative uh, that you fulfill the dreams that all Americans have uh, treasured for centuries uh, by buying this car of uh, 35 miles per gallon. There's going to be some folks who say it's not going to get 35 miles on the highway. We're here to prove those folks. Me and Michelle and the girls are here to prove to those folks that it can be done. <laughs> that would be awesome if Obama just stalled out in his career at used car salesman. He had to just put all that energy into it. <laughs> and then Bruce Springsteen comes to buy a car and they become friends and they start a podcast anyway. Springsteen writes a song about it. Cruising past the factories in my Acura uh, on my way to go dancing with Maria. <laughs> I'm in a car chase driving away from Dracula. <laughs> exactly. I got a brother. His name is Dracula, and my brother ain't no good. Like, that podcast would be so much better than their actual podcast. This dream is too big to be lost. I feel like in this episode, it's important to leave a lot of blank space here just so people have to suffer through this like we do. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's got to listen to this. But it's so trance-like, you know, like, I don't know, you just got to get in the zone and just just vibe on it. It kind of feels like making music, just letting a beat loop for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. Some walk in McDonald's and go to college. They say this dream must come to pass. It's also insane that this is the album opener of his Christmas album. 
Oprah Winfrey commits suicide if Obama presidency fails. So I guess it, it is like if the presidency fails, not if he's elected president. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Like, so Oprah does have to, to commit pro suicide. Obama. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> now we know. But yeah, I, that's my interpretation of this song is that it must have been written right at the beginning of the Obama presidency. And it's like Oprah will have to commit suicide if he doesn't deliver on all these promises. He's going in with an open mind, but he does want blood at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think that's a good ethic. And that bell's a nice touch. I think the police siren would be pretty welcome about now, but... Yeah. Do the bell and the police siren ever show up on the same track? Ooh, that's a good question. Also, speaking of his gear, like, I am curious what he's using to get that super short delay on the drums. Like, is it a plug-in? Or is it some kind of outboard kind of gear? Like, who knows? He might have I'm, added the track tri- twice. Oh, yeah, and they're just slightly off of each other? I could believe that. Yeah, it does sound like when you're monitoring with latency, right? Like, Yeah, it does. But it, it sounds on purpose. It sounds... Yeah, I don't know. I could believe a bunch of different things, honestly. Drink the poison and jump out of the window. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Oprah will drink the poison. Jump Oprah Gail Winfrey. Building. Oprah Gail Winfrey. She'll drink the poison. Is that really her middle name? I thought Gail was her friend. <laughs> that's her friend, yeah. Oh, no, that's her name, too. Oh, okay. Wow, that's, that's weird. Her name is Oprah Gail Stedman Winfrey. That dream we have come along with. We have trekked along with some no shoes in their feet. We have come along with Martin Luther King died. That coffin was lying right there. We saw it. Many died on their way to this dream. Therefore, it must be successful. Wow. It must be successful. Let us pray that God... You know, give him the look, he's just fucking going for it, and I respect that. Like, this is an incredible performance by anyone's standards. He's given it his all, and it rocks. I would love to see him do this live at a festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should be playing, if, if not headlining Coachella, at least, like, higher up the bill. The ideologues. Those who have profited from corruption. They should put him on at the same time as other bands, and he just has to riff over their shit. Yeah. Or just play a police siren over their shit. That would be awesome. Wilco with a police siren. (laughs) His his vocals have, like, the voice of authority vibe. Like, Iroy has it, uh, Roots Maneuver has it, Nick Cave has it, and, and he's got it. Yeah, something... Oprah must drink the poison. Well, when you're right, you're right. Oprah, what's the holdup? You're going to bring dishonor to your family. 
Okay, I know we're only uh, three and a half minutes from finishing this 14-minute song, but I feel like we should skip ahead to white men are becoming extinct in America. Okay, let's do it. Oh, this one's definitely a McDonald's. You can see the McCafe thing. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. John McCafe. Some white man's nightmare in America. What goes around does come around. Oh, it's a different siren. It's the like an air uh, horn. Resident Evil uh, air raid siren. Silent Hill air raid siren. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool sound because it's in fifths. Oh, and then I it just think. suddenly cut out. When you know the truth, the truth, and the truth. Oh, when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Syndrome. You look so much on his back. It's that, when it starts, it sounds like a Hawaiian guitar, but, but then you're like, no, it's an air raid siren. <laughs> a lot of people have died making that mistake. Yeah. Totally. You hear that Hawaiian guitar outside? They must Blammo. be doing a luau. A lot of people died that way in the that's, that's why place. Pearl Harbor. That's why so many Americans died during Pearl Harbor. <laughs> they were just like, oh, nice. It's a yeah. luau time. <laughs> Someone must be hula hooping. The trend of prison industrial complex. You want six prisons in America in your neighborhood, they will quickly give it to you. But if you want one school to build, He's spitting here. Oh, he's not wrong. Yeah. Again, his political yeah. views, he's mostly right. He should be governor of Massachusetts. Heck, I'd vote for him if I don't have to live there. We cannot imprison so many people more than communist China. When you're right, you're right. I don't know. No, but he's right that we imprison more people. This guy's than a CIA stooge. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, he is right. Just controlled right. opposition. Now both of them can end up in a dangerous species list in America. What goes around does come around. See? It does. It sounds like a Hawaiian guitar. If you yeah. fell asleep during the first half second of an air raid siren, you'd be fucked. If you were like, oh, it's just a Hawaiian guitar, I'm going back to bed. When you know the truth, the truth, and the truth, oh, when you know You should just play this truth, song for his kids in class, I mean. truth yeah. shall set you free. We imprison so many poor white people over simple things. Pre-trial alone. An American stays in jail for five years. Michael Jackson's lawyer said the DA will give him a. <laughs> He's back on his Michael Jackson shit. Yeah, I don't it can't know help it. Mm. We have become a society where brother doesn't care about brother anymore. Agree. But you know what? Still not clear why this is called white men are becoming extinct in America. the life of a white man by bringing this to 50 governors that a white man is on a dangerous species list. A hundred senators that please do something for the white man because he is dying in America, but we don't take notice of him. That as a black man, if I save his life, one good don't deserves another. That he will 
look at the prison system that imprisoned the poor, the blacks, and destroy family life. This is a very noble gesture. Yeah. Or it's satire, I'm not sure. I started to wonder that because he starts talking about white people in prison too much, but then he just added poor people and black people, so I think that he's serious about it. Where Americans can get skills, turn him into something good for I think he's all right. He's a chud. <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy. He's a fucking Nazi. We're gonna dox him. I get jealous when they try lies in darkness and in decay. We love this country so much that we want America to stand on its two feet. Employment for everybody who wants yep. to Yeah, see? He's not wrong. He's on some economic bill of rights shit. Well, nobody wants to work anymore. That's right. Everybody got lazy uh, with their government checks during COVID. Yeah, people are still living off that money. Yeah. What goes around does come around and for darkness to prevail. For good people to keep quiet, and as a black man, I have noticed that white man. At the end of the day, Chief Cooper is just a man of the people. I mean, his album cover is shot in McDonald's. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the shared struggles of people of all races and the horrible prison system. And, mm -hmm. You know, he's standing up for the poor, and he loves the ladies. He's demanding yep. that Oprah drink the poison. Yeah. Hey, he's not wrong. You go to you know West what? Virginia, that's what they're talking about. I'm pretty sure that Oprah said that uh, she would commit suicide if Obama presidency fails. Yeah, famously. Famously. It was when she had Tom Cruise on. That's what made him freak out. <laughs> yeah, this is a good song to close out on here. He's just riding his beat out now. Kind of a Final Fantasy hanging out in the Tropical Village uh, beat going on here. Yeah. As we pass the six minute mark on this song. It's a slow chocobo ride to the end of this track. Yep. And we've only just scratched this the surface. Such a today, long man. fade. I was gonna say I know, it's a twenty-second like fade. It's a thirty-second <laughs> fade. It's With another fifteen seconds of silence to come here. Yes. No, well, it's still, it's still, still going. There. Still in there. I think he's doing that manually. Yeah, one hundred percent. That rocks, man. He's awesome. Yeah, this guy rules. He should get the MacArthur Genius Grant. Incredible things are happening in America, in Boston specifically. He's so like, so like, uh, you know, like when when Bob Dylan like first got famous, he would just like be very cryptic and like lie to reporters about his backstory and just say things that contradict himself intentionally. He lied about stuff his like name. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, he pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. But like Chief Kufri, he's doing the same thing where he's so enigmatic. We only know certain details about him, and it's so hard to put it together. But at the end of the day, all we've got is what's in his lyrics, and that stuff seems pretty good, you know? You would yeah. have to run into him at McDonald's. I'm sure he would talk to you. He would probably give you a mixtape. I was thinking that while we were listening to this, is that if I saw Chief Kufre in, in a McDonald's while I was on tour, I would, I would, I can just imagine that happening, just getting a CDR, you know, and being yeah. extremely stoked. I would frame it. We need to start hanging around Boston, just going into different McDonald's till we find him. <laughs> uh, 
Like just Boston area fast food restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> what we need to do is enroll in several different Boston elementary schools uh, and hope that he comes in as a substitute teacher. Yeah, get the <laughs> teachers sick on purpose so they have to get subs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And eventually we're going to get Chief. He does have millions of fans around the world, though, so as this he claims. True. He probably is used to people like us coming up to him all the time. But, well, that was a good good round of getting into his songs. I'm sure we'll have to catch up with him in the future because he's got just so much uh, so much heft and weight to his discography. But There's just a lot of yeah, material. Yeah, we could do 100 more through. episodes. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. the moon. <laughs> to the moon. The next one doesn't even need to have us on it. Let's just play an hour of his music with no commentary. That's right. Fortune Kit is over. This is the Chief Kufri Hour every week. Or conversely, we'll also just add police sirens to all our normal episodes from now on. <laughs> yeah, totally. Police sirens, bells, air raid sirens. People would like Or we that. could just talk over a, a looping one measure beat for a whole hour. That's actually a great idea. I like we probably that. should do that one time. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, though, I think it's time to ride off into the sunset just like that last beat of his did. That's right. 40 second fade. <laughs> 